Hi everybody, it's Dami and Jamie with Hometown History, and we are having our extra episode and interview with Abby Tiefert and Rain Dawn, so thanks for being with us. Um, so why don't we start with uh, Rain Dawn, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm Turtle Mountain Chippewa, Native American from North Dakota. Um, I'm an enrolled member of my tribe. My reservation is in, um, well, it's about 20 minutes from Canada, so it's very, very north, North Dakota. Um, my mom grew up on a reservation. She's one of 14, and then uh, she went to a boarding school, um, as did all of my aunts and uncles. Um, and then after she graduated, she went to the barber school and then met my dad in Colorado. And then, and then I came to the And then I Maryland, because <laughs> my dad's from Maryland. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I grew up in Maryland a lot, and most of the time we drove back to North Dakota a lot. Um, I visited the reservation, and yeah, with like, um, I'd say Americanized Native culture, because it wasn't like, my cousins who grew up in the reservation. And, um, but it was like, my dad had John Wayne photos hanging <laughs> on the princess, Native American woman, and you know, things like that. So it was in there visually through the arts, but not um, culturally through teachings of, of black culture. Mm -hmm. so. I'm gonna ask you more about your art, because I, I, it's just fascinating. And um, Abby, you work for the Zimmerman Center? Yes. Uh, yes, so I work for our nonprofit that runs the Zimmerman Center, so Swing National Heritage Area. Yes. And you've been here for four years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you helped us out so much during our main bar episode. Thank you oh. for being our in-house expert today. <laughs> no, no, no worries. And I, I laugh when you say expert. We, you know, we're always learning something new and happy to share it. Um, what would you say is, if there was one story that Dami and I missed, What's something that we should have included in our presentation? That is such a it's it's a tough question because you know there there are so many stories um, that we don't know um, of, of the people that lived here so long ago, um, and um, I, I love that you that you shared about um, about the height of these people and impression, um, Captain Joseph's impression when he meets, mm -hmm. meets these men. Um, I think what I would add is the stories of descendants, and um, it's been wonderful. We recently, um, our nonprofit, um, got a grant from the National Park Service Foundation to uh, produce videos, one of which you just saw in interviewing uh, descendants of the Susquehannock. Um, and Native American people. And uh, through that and talking with them, I would say, and one thing that you uh, reiterated was that, you know, they're still here. And um, that's one thing, you know, if you Google Susquehannock, you're gonna see it says that they're extinct and they're not. Um, so often when you Google and research, and our Susquehannock Gallery in uh, Susquehanna National Heritage uh, Zimmerman Center here, um, you see that we have a whole a whole wall panel dedicated to descendants because um, there are many ways that that heritage has been passed down. Of course, some of that culture has been lost due to the struggles that they faced uh, over their lifetime living here of massacres and violence uh, and sickness and disease that they faced. 
but there are people that have this heritage today, and um, so I definitely recommend uh, visiting here to, to hear more of their stories, I would say. Thank you. Did you comment? That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's awesome. So I went into like the things that make me me like right away, but I'm an art educator and an artist as well, so I didn't really talk about me like who I am right now. <laughs> um, so I really resonate with that, um, bringing in stories from um, descendants and the artwork that's in here is just really, really interesting. The stories that are with them, all the things. So it's really exciting. I've never been before, so you should come visit. So Rain Dawn, you um, you brought all you brought your artwork. I brought. <coughs> hey, hon, can you grab that? Do you mind? Do you mind yes. the buffalo? Yeah. Thank you. So could you tell us about um, maybe this piece or a piece of your art and your inspiration? Yeah, um, I brought this one on purpose because it kind of um, sums up my, I say my thesis on life, right? <laughs> um, We're just going to model the future for us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let me see if I can make sure people can see it. So this is called Hope. Um, a lot of my work has indigenous teachings in it from my culture, and this one represents um, a Lakota prophecy of the white buffalo calf woman. Um, and what I took, the biggest thing I took from that prophecy is that she prophesied that one day we'll remember we're all connected, and that we are all connected to this greater source, and that uh, what we do affects everyone around us and seven generations out. So we're affecting our grandchildren, and our grand, great-grandparents affected us. And once we have that realization that we're all connected, I really, I really feel like things will shift in the way that we treat each other on this earth, and how we can live in harmony with the earth and each other. Because then we realize that the ultimate respect is to know that you and I are connected in this. What I do affects you, and what you do affects me. And if you really have that understanding that we're all in this together, right, then you wouldn't treat each other that way for some ways, right? Mm -hmm. We would work together to figure out how to solve problems and you know how to communicate with each other. So that's my goal as an educator and as an artist is to share stories so that we can get to know each other again and remember that we're connected. And if someone wanted to purchase your art, where could they go? Um, so I have a Facebook page and a website, um, and a link tree, I don't know, which is, I, I can get those. We can link it up. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll put it on the video. Yeah, um, and then I also have, like, on my link tree and my social media and my Etsy and things. Okay. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Rainda, I'll ask you this question, and then I, I'll be hoping you can answer it as well. So, um, one of the things that uh, Domi and I were very careful about when crafting tonight's story is to recognize the very real and still present day trauma that happened in Native American art history, but not let that be the simple story. It seems to be very negative. And so, we made sure that we talked about the culture and the people and as much as we could about their lives. So, what are your thoughts on popular culture and how it depicts Native American today and historically? I feel like I can't speak to that. I feel like that's <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, I think this is going to come from a totally different point of view. I give, give, start with the perspective that we are all connected. And so if I go into the stories and the 
rabbit hole of pop culture and cultural appropriation and did you call me the right thing or did you see me the right way? Or do you, then I'm really like doing the opposite of what we should be doing. Like I am creating that separation between us by allowing that to bother me, so to speak, right? And I do understand that there was a lot of trauma my mother and my ancestors went through. But when you can realize, like, with a grateful heart, right, I wouldn't be me where I'm not right now out the things that my parents and my grandparents and my ancestors had to go through. And because of that, because of their um, thriving through things and pushing to survive and be alive, I get to be here. So I start out grateful, and those things I don't, I don't want to pay attention to that in that way. I don't want to put energy into that. I want to lead with that we should all, the goal, the goal is that we need to remember we're connected so that we start treating each other with that ultimate respect, humility, bravery, love, honesty, uh, in a wise way. We did not give her these questions in advance. <laughs> so, so thank you for your candor. Yeah, it is, I mean, you clearly live, live by that. You know, if you're able to speak off the cuff so quickly, it's, that's great. Um, Abby, if people were to come to the Zimmerman Center, what is like the one artifact, or the one painting, or the one exhibit? Like, where should they stop? What should they look at? Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, it's, a it's a difficult question. And you know, um, one of the things I, I love about the work that we do is that you know, um, our we have our gallery that is. Um, that's dedicated to the Susquehannock people, but uh, there are also some amazing places, you know, in our heritage area, York and Lancaster County, to visit that share these stories. There's Indian Steps Museum, there's Blue Rock Heritage Center, there's the 1719 Homes Her House, where you can walk inside a longhouse. We have all these places that tell parts of the parts of the story of these people, and we're in their homelands and. Um, I think, um, you know, for our center here, I love the painting that we have here that's currently on loan. So there's a <laughs> copy there. Um, our, I love the Carol Oldenburg painting that we went through. That painting, in comparison, I love to our other painting that shows the two men on the rock, the Algonquian people, the Algonquin people. Uh, making those rock carvings on our Stretcher River. And those two groups of people here is what I think the, um, I hope that this place honors them and uh, the fact that we're in their homeland and that we're very close to where uh, Susquehannock communities work, um, I think is, uh, fulfills our mission uh, here. And the, those two paintings, uh, how they connect with one another of these two different groups of people is what is what I uh, what I like to point out when people visit here. Before we take questions from the audience, is there anything else? Any other stories or? Okay, so while you guys are doing the presentation, so the Algonquin people are a large. It's the language that the people use. So all of the different nations like the Iroquois and other nations, were Algonquin because they all use the similar language, the Algonquin language. And the Anishinaabe, which is where my, the Chippewa, Ojibwe Cree, come from, and the Algonquin people come from the Anishinaabe. And Anishinaabe means the original people, and the Anishinaabe started 
um, northeastern Canada area and migrated through the Great Lakes and then even down, which as I'm learning more about my culture on my own, like researching things, um, seeing maps of how they migrated down and came even into the Chesapeake Bay. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been so in love and drawn to the Susquehanna. Like living in Maryland, we lived mm -hmm. in Harper County, so we lived on the Susquehanna in Maryland. And then we moved to Pennsylvania to get away from our building and you know, have land. So just being next to the river, I just feel like I want to be in a community. Like I can feel that. And I just think it's so interesting that my tribe migrated west, the furthest west, but then I ended up here in Pennsylvania and there was a connection, you know, through that. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I think that the river is um, it's life. You know, and it's so beautiful, and so I can see why. I mean, if you were to count how many pieces of art in here have the river in it, mm -hmm. I I guess it's probably about ninety percent of the art in here has the river in it. Yeah, so you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any questions that you'd like to ask, Green Dawn or Abby? You guys did such a good job. Now we even have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.